Today is Monday, October 14th, 2019, and these are the most notable brand and retail news stories. Premium fashion labels are starting to feel some consumer uncertainty as Hugo Boss and Ted Baker issue statements suggesting they will miss their quarterly targets. And investors dump shares of companies like Ralph Lauren and Tapestry, which owns Coach and Kate Spade. Brands that have high exposure to department stores, such as the Michael Kors parent Capri, also have been out of favor for some time. With growing signs that consumers are trading down to cheaper brands, investors at least will continue upgrading to more luxurious luxury names. Hugo Boss, which sells men's suits that retail for around $700, released a profit warning late Thursday evening that sent its shares down 13% in early morning trading. Management said that operating profit for 2019 would be below 2018 levels and sales growth will miss expectations. Hugo Boss's U.S. stores are suffering because the strong dollar is deterring overseas tourists and local consumer confidence is weakening. Heavy discounting by rivals and department stores led the brand to cut its prices too. Management also blamed pro-democracy protests in Hong Kong, where Hugo Boss makes 2% of its group sales. A justified set of reasons, but perhaps it is a broader market shift in the price category. By contrast, spending by ultra-rich shoppers tends to hold up, as shown by luxury brands such as LVMH, which expanded sales by 11% in the three months through September. Premium apparel, like Hugo Boss, which has been growing at 3-4% a year, now looks to be cooling. At the mass consumption end of the price market, have customers hit peak happiness? Morgan Stanley analyst Jeff Ruddle says they have, at least in clothing. Apparel sales in developed countries have been stagnant or declining. His theory, based on the law of diminishing marginal utility, suggests that, quote, as consumption increases, the marginal utility, or happiness, derived from each additional unit declines, end quote. In other words, consumers already own so many clothes that each new item they purchase doesn't spark happiness. Clothing has become so inexpensive that it has led consumers to purchase in vast quantities. According to data from Kantar, a consumer in the U.S. purchases around 65 items of clothing a year, while a U.K. customer buys around 50 pieces a year. While this is up significantly over decades before, it has leveled off. Put simply, consumers would rather spend their marginal dollar on, say, going out for a meal than buying a 60th item of clothing, Reddle wrote. The only way apparel markets can grow their top line is if clothing becomes more expensive and purchase quantity remains the same, but that's also unlikely to happen, Reddle also wrote. Raising prices is not the only way a retailer can grow apparel sales, of course, but the statement follows this theory through. For many years, consumers responded to lower prices in apparel by acquiring more of it, but expecting consumers to buy clothing in ever larger volumes in response to ever lower prices was never likely to be sustained in the very long term. As a result, Ruddle said big clothing makers including H&M, Zara, parent company Inditex, Gap, Macy's, Kohl's, American Eagle, and Abercrombie are all overvalued. And not to alarm anyone, but did you realize that U.S. Thanksgiving is a week later this year? Does that mean there is one week less between Black Friday and Christmas? 
In 2018, Thanksgiving fell on November 22nd. This year, the holiday will occur a week later on November 28th. A late Thanksgiving will have a significant effect on the shopping period, and retailers have a smaller window to drive sales. Last year, retailers had five weekends and 33 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. This year, they're down to four weekends and just 27 days. In the end, the holiday creep, also known as the shopping period before Black Friday, drove up spending per household by 11% year over year, and 46% of households overspent. Now, the reduced shopping period will affect physical stores more explicitly than online channels. Per eMarketer, in 2018, bricks and mortar accounted for the overwhelming majority of total holiday sales at $875 billion. Meanwhile, digital channels drove only $124 billion in sales during the period. Year-over-year growth was already relatively small for traditional in-store shopping, raising just 3.9%. E-commerce, on the other hand, surged 16.7%. And with six fewer days to visit a store during the 2019 season, retailers should anticipate that online buying, particularly during Cyber Week, will see even more growth. Plan accordingly. And remember, mobile purchasing drove nearly 70% of all e-commerce during the 2018 shopping season. That's it for today. We'll see you tomorrow.